0: Welcome to the F1 Files, folks. I am your host, comedian, improviser, writer, Corey P.
1: Willis, and with me is this is John Lepore. I'm a creative director who designs the future for technology, film, automotive, and all sorts of other silly stuff. Corey, what uh, what what do we got going on this week? Oh wow well, of course, just we've got uh we've got the
0: f one files podcast
1: it is the uh podcast is that where what, is that is that is that what this is right
0: now that's what we're in the midst of uh i've I've been recording for a little while now uh, I don't mean to freak you out um uh folks this... Corey, i
1: said my social
0: security number like six <laughs> times are you
1: serious you were recording all of that yeah
0: yeah yeah uh so uh there may be a new host with me next week who sounds surprisingly <laughs> like me as well um uh, proclaiming that they're john uh no this is this is a a just a casual chat uh, between two childhood friends, um, about the the state of Formula One in the United States of America specifically, but just you know the state of the sport in general, um, and uh, what we do every week is we uh, we we talk about the race that has happened, any news that has popped up, we make some predictions about uh, the the upcoming race week if we've got one coming. And uh then of course we always traditionally here as long time listeners first time callers uh, uh will know uh we we rate the previous or I guess current race weekend uh as a whole um on a scale of 1 to 10 um 1 uh being uh like a uh uh, uh uh I guess no no I guess ten, let's go with 10. 10 because 10's the top, right? So yes,
1: ten, 10 is 10 is the high scorer.
0: Yeah, ten, 10 being the high score, 10 being like uh like just the chunkiest uh, uh cup of just Campbell's like not Campbell's like progresso like just chunky progresso soup just like chunky homemade tasting uh soup uh and then uh one being like the soup that you get when you go to like, uh, like sleepaway camp, like when you go to like Boy Scout camp or, uh, or Girl Scout camp or any sort of like summer camp or whatever. It's just like water, um, with a little bit of food coloring in it. Yeah. Corey, I hate
1: soup. Yeah. I hate no. all soup. All soup for me scores zero on a, wow. on a scale of hot soup to soup. Hot That's hot right. I'll roll here. with it. I can, I yeah. can, I'll wow. try and. I'll try and process it. I'll try and put myself in a soup lover's shoes and figure well, out how I can put, uh, make sense out of this insanity.
0: In a in a in a soup lover's <laughs> shoes, as you say, uh, what would how would you rate this weekend uh, on a scale of uh, of of soup to soup?
1: Okay, all right. So I would rate this weekend and i'm gonna mm-hmm. focus mostly on on the race that we watched today we're, we're recording this late sunday night mm-hmm. after after the race had unfolded and i'm gonna say this was a big old bowl of brothy soup laid in front mm-hmm. of me that i was i was not that interested in as it was going i felt like this soup mm-hmm. has uh soup is not terribly exciting to me. Uh it's uh it's not something that I'm particularly enthusiastic about. There's a lot of space between the cars. Mm. We're seeing a lot of uh mechanical failures which uh although interesting to the story of the season to me is not a great way to have a race unfold. However, as the race continued to unfold, particularly in about the third act of the race, I would mm-hmm. say that uh I put my my soup spoon in there, and as I stirred it yeah. around, I realized that this wasn't just a bowl of disgusting soup, but this was a beautiful <laughs> bowl of delicious, exotic ramen with, okay. uh, with 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 thorough pieces of like uh seared pork belly floating around inside of it uh bits of scallion and all i had to do was to it it looked like it was just gray liquid in a bowl and as soon Mm -hmm. as i put the spoon in and i started turning it around and kind of activated that that quote-unquote soup uh, (laughs) i realized that i was in for a for a real for a real treat so uh i guess it's the most long-winded way of saying it was about a seven on, a scale of one to 10. <laughs> on the scale of soup to soup uh we've got uh we've got a ramen seven um we've got a seared yeah. pork belly ramen seven yeah. um, the, and the, the pork belly was fantastic i wasn't expecting yeah, the yeah. pork belly when the pork belly showed up i was like yo this is this is awesome i'm coming back to this yeah. establishment and you should change the name from nothing but soup to something more inclusive of things that would yeah. attract people like me. Corey, yeah. what was your, what was your rating of, uh, of, I mean, of the race and the race weekend? Uh, I don't really, uh,
0: I don't really fuck with fish soup. Um, uh, which I know ramen is not, but, uh, that's just, uh, uh, not so much an inside joke as much as like a, a joke that I have with myself, uh, um, where, I was I was in I was I was traveling with some friends and uh, it was my birthday and uh, I refused to get ramen because I kept calling it fish soup and they were like Corey it's there's no f- it's not fish soup uh, but I was just making like a big stink about it um so I don't, I'm not a big fan of ramen um, but I'd say I'm a big fan of like dumplings uh and this like this this felt like some like some like dumpling esque soup um, where it did have just like some nice... Big old chunks of just delicious meaty pockets of goodness uh and 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 then for for large stretches of it, it was just kind of like a an oily brothy uh a substrate um it was it was it was means to an end uh i i was I was very excited about the the battles that we got i mean we got some like amazing battles in there we had uh we we had fernando uh and esteban teammates in those uh in those those beautiful pink liveries uh, that will be going away after this race weekend uh, they'll be they'll be going back to their alpine blue with some highlights of pink uh,
1: which I know a lot of people aren't a fan of either
0: but uh, uh I like it i like it was it. Um, it was
1: it was awesome seeing a blazing pink knife fight on the yeah. track I thought yeah. that was uh that was that was really fun um yeah. I, I also thought it was interesting um I saw uh uh, formula one had released a, a quote from esteban Ocon, who who said i really enjoy racing with fernando mm-hmm. i know how far i can go with him with these cars it's like a cart race the best yep. defense is attack and and yep. that that was what it looked like that was what it felt like i mean i'd, I'd love to hear like fernando chime in and be like that was totally fucked up. I can't believe that. Shit was wrong. But it, I but, can't believe that but, young buck went for that and was going for those moves. But I, had, but, I, had, I almost
0: it, had to push him off the track. Um, no, yeah, it, yeah. it
1: seemed it seemed like they were having a good time, and I think all right. So this is my headline of the race somewhat similar which, which to... we ha- we still
0: haven't said it out loud that this was the Saudi Grand Prix this was the oh, second yes. year yeah. this is the Jeddah <laughs> this was the Jeddah Grand Prix this is the the Jeddah uh corn cornishon um uh I don't understand language but cornichon i only know is like those like little pickles so i always think of it as like a, the the pickle grand prix uh it's probably bad uh and yeah, terrible no, no, maybe the, it was clearly yeah.
1: the 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 missile warhead grand prix yeah uh, Oof, the baby uh, yeah it, that's, the, that's a whole a other shaped like a
0: knife that was being surrounded and rained down upon by uh houthi rebel missile attacks because the there's some uh, unrest in that part of the world specifically, uh, which we won't, we won't get, we don't have to get too deep into, um, but yeah, there's, there was some, there was some tension built up uh, that, that ended up, uh, ended up spilling over onto track, let's say with some of these battles, some of these interteam
1: uh, team uh, battles. That's that's a really yeah. elegant way of putting it. I'm going to translate yeah. what Corey just said, knowing yeah. Corey's feelings. And if you've listened to any of these other, Uh, episodes what Corey means to say is fuck the fia for making the drivers for basically forcing the drivers at gunpoint to race under like the conditions of being in an environment that's fully under attack Uh, a lot of i mean and we can talk for an hour about that but
0: yeah yeah
1: the the racing to me the headline of the race is that just as we got a taste of a week ago in bahrain the formula is so so fine. It works. F- it works so f- perfectly.
0: I mean, what as when Esteban said that um, that he it like felt like cart racing. That the the best uh, tactic is uh, is to just attack. I was like, they did it. Like again, it was that whole like, you son of a bitch, f- you did it. Like they mm-hmm. like uh, I, I can't believe that they pulled it off and made these race conditions so amenable to like quick and like just aggressive attack moves and 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 also i mean i'm we're we're, i'm kind of jumping around a little bit but i i was i was scintillated by some of these battles that that took place um and and one of them was watching lewis and uh kevin go at it um uh Mm -hmm. midfield Midfield teams, Mercedes and Haas, uh, uh, battling in a midfield rivalry, which, bananas to say, but that is the truth. Um, They're the best of the rest, and they're battling each other, Um, much like McLaren and Ferrari were last year. We've got Mercedes and Haas battling each other to be the best teams, uh, uh, not fighting
1: for the championship.
0: Whew, heart, uh, I'm wearing a Mercedes hat while we're recording this.
1: Um uh, yeah, so so oh. I think one of the one of the big stories of the weekend was Hamilton out in in Q1 of qualifying. I mean, like did not make it past the first. And I, I love the qualifying format um of of kicking out your slowest drivers session yes. by session just to create a little extra urgency or intensity and boy did he get caught on the on the wrong side of that um yeah what, what's going on have we heard why what's hamilton's position on why he was uh, just
0: the the way that they had the 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 setup the car setup for qualifying uh just did not handle well at all uh and as we saw in the race itself Especially the earliest, uh, like, I mean, I'd say the early stint of the race, he went four-fifths of the race length on one set of tires. So, like, the early, early, early set of, uh, his, of his stint. Um, on high fuel levels, that car came into its own and handled well. But what happened was, and Toto had mentioned this, and Hamilton mentioned this, too, that they went with a setup that was just different from Georges they just decided to go in a different way with a different setup and it was one of those times when it just went very wrong but usually hamilton can make up that deficit because the rest of the pack is spread so much so like the, just looking at the times that separated these teams in qualifying yeah of course they like of course he wasn't going to be able to make up that deficit in every other year and every other season, literally, folks, Sergio Perez, first pole, tragic story during the race, but like first pole position, he's been in the league for 11 years, 11 seasons, mm-hmm. which also is the last time Lewis Hamilton did not make Q2. So he's made qualifying. Into the second round for Sergio Perez's entire racing career, which all by itself, people are like, wow, it took Sergio 11 years to make it to pole position. Imagine, like, that is impressive. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't be, like, looked at as something as very impressive. But also, the fact that Lewis has made it into Q2 for the entirety of someone else's career who is considered Mm -hmm. one of the veterans of the grid is wild. It just shows how, like, he can make a car perform when he needs to. He can figure out a way. It's like every, all these cars are on a razor's edge. And when the car is not performing, you see it a lot. It will spin out. It will just do really, really terrible off the line. It won't do well in the race itself. But Lewis usually figures out a way to make it work. And he did make it work in the race itself. However, he was knocked out of qualifying for the first time. in 11 years Uh, i mean
1: absolutely wild wild. absolutely wild so yeah and and i wonder how much of it i mean clearly it's it's the car is not working for lewis no um i i think i wonder if this track which is a horrifying track to race on uh, one of the highest speed tracks of the whole season but the only track that comes close to these kinds of speeds that has walls around every inch of the track it is a street circuit so there's effectively zero runoff around any point on the track it's like you know uh, uh going going all out setting a qualifying lap on mario kart rainbow road and yeah. trying to make that stick um it is with it's, like, it, there's real consequence like if you go off
0: the road you're Done. Um
1: and, uh, and so you... another another big story of qualifying Mick Schumacher taking this insane lateral hit yeah. against the wall. Uh really scary, uh, scary to see happen in real time to happen. And it just so happened that the 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 world feed cameras were following him on a hot lap and he lost it and he hit that wall. And I, I think whenever I see the replays, they almost always show them in slow motion. And it doesn't do it justice when no. you see it hit at full speed. Uh, I believe they said it was registering around forty Gs. That was the peak G force. 30, 33, I think is thirty-three what it Gs. Ended up. But st- I, mean, I mean, that's, that's insane. Hours like hours that's yeah. that's. I mean, at 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 ten Gs, if you were to sustain that for more than an instant, all your internal organs would be destroyed. That's it. And, yeah, You'd
0: be, you know, That that would be it. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: and and the fact that he 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 made that hit, and it was a completely lateral hit. It was just full on, like from the side. So scary. Hit from the side, uh, you know. And you, to me, it feels like there's not nearly as much uh, cushion there when you're when you're approaching in in that way. But clearly the the engineering of these cars and the safety engineering that goes into this, you know, at at some point we should do a, a conversation just spotlight safety in Formula One and the incredible advances, but. Uh, absolutely incredible he you know uh, took the ambulance to the helicopter to the hospital it was, and later that day I mean, this
0: was was th- this is something that we haven't seen and also the way that they're covering accidents and covering uh, uh, on track uh, uh, incidents is different this year because of the way that the that the Grosjean crash was covered and that it was basically on repeat on the screens and all the drivers were watching this accident happen over and over and over again and not knowing if roman Mm -hmm. was okay and just uh, it was really really tricky but also this time i mean i was i watched it on a delay and i had to like snap out of it and fast forward because it was it like as as time was passing with no word and no footage of Mick getting into or out of the car. Um, I mean, he was able to get out of the car and get into the ambulance and he was okay, but they just didn't show that footage. So as this is happening, I mean, and I'm like, I have no attachment to this person other than he's a human being who exists on this planet at the same time as me. Like, Mm -hmm. but like I felt myself starting to panic a little bit and then like had to snap out of it and fast forward to be like, I need to see that he's okay. Like I have the luxury of time travel right now. And like, I, I'm, I don't let myself look at social media in order to, to, to not spoil things. And I like, I was like, I kind of want to go on to like his social media and be like, uh, is he okay? Or go on the team social media. Mm-hmm. But there hadn't been enough time that had elapsed for there to be word. And it was not until like two hours later that it was like, he was Okay. Um, like literally, he was fine. Um, uh, which is wild seeing that impact 33 G's, uh,
1: a lateral impact. But you got, like you got a feel for the whole us team who, uh, just barely a, a little more than a year ago watched, yeah. you know, Romain Grosjean, uh, trapped in a car burning at thousands of degrees in flames, you know, and, <sighs> and make a very slow emergence from that. Also, uh, very yeah. fortunately. Uh, mostly unscathed, uh, but yeah, just a just a reminder. You know, this is uh, this is uh, cars moving through, through space and, and time at very high rates of speed, and with uh, a ruthless, you know, th- this track particularly ruthless um, track construction with zero margin for error. And well, I think there's, you know, uh, there- it's. <sighs> There's also- you see some of these other tracks with like infinite painted runoff, and I think there's a a sensation that you get where you where you start to feel like oh, it's almost like bumper bowling at a certain point, exactly. or it's almost yeah. a little too cushy. But uh, I think this this tempers those those feelings and those sensations when you when you see you know the the potential hazards here.
0: Yeah, these these real, very real consequences. Uh, and with just the the fact that the the strife and awfulness that's happening around the race itself uh, triggered a sequence of events where his uncle Ralph um, uh, Schumacher left the day before because he was like Ugh. I as like a sign of like I am not okay with what's happening here and the fact that the the FIA and Formula One and these team principles. And the, the people who – the stakeholders, these like the nebulous group of stakeholders, um, it's all oil people. It's all just people who are like oil tycoons. Um, that's – that's when they talk about stakeholders, that's what they mean. So it's all the oil money uh, wanted to keep the race on. And Ralph was like – I'm I'm out. I'm I'm going back. Uh I'm going back to the UK and like as a sign of protest with myself and like part of the rest of the of of my broadcast team and then quite literally before he's even settled his nephew uh is in an accident that is horrific. Uh not to mention the fact that his brother is still recovering from <laughs> One of like the most tragic accidents uh, that has taken place off track in Formula One history. I mean, it's there's just so much. Um, So it was, it was, it was gut wrenching to watch Mick go through that and then to like know about the other things. So it was just really, it was, it was tough. It was hard to watch.
1: But Um, you know what? He's, he's already bounced back. He didn't, he didn't race today, but he's, you know, I'm, I'm very confident we will see him at the next race. Do you know why he didn't race, John?
0: Why was it? Uh, because it was going to be too expensive for Haas to rebuild the car. <laughs> um, so uh, Mick was literally uh, like clear to race; no. he could have raced, uh, but it it is too expensive for Haas to rebuild this car because they did lose their title sponsorship uh, uh, when they lost Nikita. Uh, so like it's they're back in that of financial course.
1: And it's too early right, in each, the
0: season. Any,
1: it, so any it's, way yeah. around it, yeah. any way around it. I love the fact that Haas to me is being set up as the biggest ever Cinderella story that we've seen I mean. in a formula one season between uh, being able to uh, kick a villain out of their yeah. team, yeah. having yeah. the tremendous financial hardship, which we're still not sure how they're going to maintain I'm really hoping that they get- the previous season just constant having to go back
0: to that media pen every single day after every single session with every reporter being like, so you're not going to develop your car. You're not, you guys look awful. You're finishing 19th and 20th again this season is a wash for you? Are you sure? Are you willing to gamble at all on next season? Are you willing to take this risk? And now flash forward to... to uh, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a... Yeah. It's
1: worked out to be the most brilliant of strategies. It's uh, amazing. In that it they really they amazing. had this this disgusting curse of Nikita, but they were able to leverage all of the money that he brought in to yeah. pump up the car that they would be able to drive to tremendous success so far this season without Nikita, which is even, even better. And then, you know, I I hope we continue to see the rise of Mick Schumacher. I think it's going to be a slow and steady build, but I also am really hoping that a major American company steps in as a title sponsor for our only American team and sees the potential and sees that this is an, an amazing Cinderella story. And I think, you know, I mean, Gunther Steiner team principal is the star of the yeah. Netflix drive yeah. to survive series. He is like, uh, one of the few people in that entire series that is, uh, in, entirely likable, uh, as he is, you know, stuck, uh, constantly boiling in a, in a pot of fish soup, it's, uh, it's you so, know, it, it's, <laughs> week it's after, so after week. It really is. So uh, he's, uh, he's right, the right.
0: most impressive team principal, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think
1: we've touched on at all the the highlight of the race. No, no. The highlight of the weekend, and I think also the best example of this formula is killing it. What did yeah. we see in uh, the the closing laps of this race, Corey? Oh, we saw uh,
0: an, an epic battle. Um, uh, a, a quite um uh, i'd characterize it as uh a, a battle of not just like skill but wits as well which is really really cool to see actual racecraft entering the closing stages of a race between Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc in those last like 5 or 6 laps just watching Max build up his attack and Charles like coming back and fighting back and then it so, just oh so, ugh, so can impressive. i and i'm
1: and i'm sorry Corey i just prompted you to cue up exactly what you're discussing right
0: yeah, now yeah yeah of course but there yeah. was
1: a seed that was planted a mm-hmm. little bit earlier in the race which was at, at lap 15 where uh charles leclerc was on the radio with with the pits with the so crew good. and they said Charles Box come into pit to gain an advantage. He's he's close behind Sergio Perez, but not close. The message
0: on the radio was pit to overtake, and the whole thing was Max was leading the race. So the whole, or not Max, it was uh, Perez was was leading the race. So the whole idea was over the radio, which is monitored by. All teams and all the people can hear this.
1: It was it was broadcast on television and
0: um, yeah uh, through the FIA feed. This is like the most classic form of fuckery that you see. Uh, oh, this and, is, this was excellent oh, fuckery, top shelf fuckery. Right oh, just here. the most top shelf. This is like if you go out to a restaurant and like you have that phenomenal meal and like they bring over the dessert menu and they're like, Hey, just so you know, we got this, like just today we have this dessert special. Um, do you want it? And it's like, yeah, I'll take, yeah. Give me the, give me that dessert special. That is the kind of fuckery that we saw in this first series of pit stops it was just the dessert special. Fuckery. It was uh, it, it, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we had uh, we we have the 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 radio uh communication pit to overtake pit to overtake, and we watch,
1: and parade. and in combination with the radio message, the Ferrari pit crew immediately leap out yep. of their folding chairs. kicking them halfway across the garage charging out rolling out the the tires in the tire warming blankets charge out into the pit lane and get ready and you can see trumpets blazing you can see their their heart rate through the veins bulging out of their foreheads as they are ready to do a full attack pit stop and Red, Red Bull the, radio does the only call. thing that they have to. Yeah, the the is- radio call the the radio call that we did not hear obviously goes to Sergio Perez and says Ferrari is going to pit, pit right now. Get into pit the pits. Pit immediately. Now, what and what happens here and, is, and and this this happened you know this all happened probably a thousand yards before the entrance to the pit so, lane so so fast with
0: and that is that is also part of this top shelf dessert special <laughs> is you are you are straight up putting a team in a position you can to- you yeah. can
1: You have the option of dessert, but you have three seconds to decide before we drop it into the garbage. Yeah, Uh, it's like, look, it's not that it's
0: bad. It's that you have to order it now or else it gets thrown in the garbage. And like they make you choose something that you don't want to choose um, because you're not ready to make that choice. And if there's one thing about Formula One, it's that they have literal base full of like bases full of uh, uh, uh people uh in remote uh, parts of uh, the world from wherever the race is happening. These places look like Mission Control. Literally, they look like oh, Mission full, Control. Full
1: on NASA um, Mission Control, calculating every every possible single permutation. Decision.
0: So to like force a room full of analysts uh, uh, who are back in like a, a, a place that is on like half a second of radio delay.
1: to well, at like, that point I have to imagine that it's the analysts all have their plan. And then it's just Christian Horner making the call and, and just yeah. going, forget it. F*** the analysts. Let's do yeah, it now. Yeah. yeah. I Put it all to on it. red. Let's go. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they, and, and so we see Sergio lunge into the pits and we see Charles Leclerc just blaze ahead and go past the pit lane, and at that yeah. point, you just know that Red Bull just ate a shit sandwich, and yeah. and, and it's and, like and and,
0: and and it's like that right there is that is 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 that beautiful moment of watching strategy uh play out um like team strategy play out and in that moment all by itself that could have been it that could have been like lead done race done for Sergio Perez but almost
1: immediately after this pit takes place there's only have- one driver there's only one driver in <laughs> the entire formula 1 standings That can take control of an entire race, that can just basically gather up every driver's fate into one driver's hand. This is that, that moment in, like, in, like, in,
0: like, in, like, Marvel when, like, Captain America is, like, he's just, like, beat down and Thanos is, like, army is, like, accumulating and they're right across the way and Captain America is, like, arm is broken and he's had to, like, cinch up his shield and it's, like, cracked and it's, like, oh dude he's done this is like it's just that little flicker it's that tiny little flicker of the of the doctor strange portal there's, that just like there's, there's the, only this one The violins come up they start to swell
1: the and you alan hear, silvestri music kicks in and you hear and there's there's <laughs> there's only one driver who's who can control every other driver's fate and that would be nicholas latifi great oh, i don't and know Nicholas what happened. latifi was just, <laughs> just spins out of control smashes into the wall like brings out the safety car and, one and of changes the, most... the entire race for <laughs> everybody
0: it, like it, it was such a funny situation because i was like oh, okay we're gonna see the replay and we're gonna see some you know it's gonna be like a tricky situation not unlike the thing that happened in abu dhabi where everyone was like having trouble at this specific part of the track, but then you just see him have like trouble at this specific part of the track. And it's like the most like backwards and upside down version of trouble.
1: Um, it, so uh, it looked like he he caught some big oversteer which we've seen a bunch of drivers dealing with and absolutely can cause some serious problems absolutely and then it looked like he corrected the oversteer and then it looked like he kept correcting the oversteer yes, until exactly. he just turned directly into the <laughs> like, wall like and just was the, the most classic easy. like over correction which which I, like, I, i'm i sure like, nicholas latifi is is a, I'm sure he's a master of 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 all matters yes. of car control, but this yes. just looked like anybody at their first day at like Skip Barber Racing School, just like We're just, overcorrecting just panic a and little you panic bit of when like when the yeah. car
0: hooks up, like it's like he like panicked and didn't then recorrect the steering. It's like he just was like, oh, the car's going, I should put the pedal all the way down uh, and not turn the steering wheel back to the left it's like he just kept turning the steering wheel to the right to continue to correct and just shunted directly into the wall he was okay we're making fun we're laughing here because he's totally fine and it was just that like moment of
1: and because his uh, his last his last accident changed the entire outcome of the you know 2021 championship and i'm just gonna leave that right there but thanks yeah yeah thanks latifi uh um all right I mean, so, I feel so so th- bad
0: for him i also feel so bad for him he got so much hate once that happened last year and i'm sure like i just know the meme treatment i've already seen a few of them and he's already he's he's getting roasted in all the comments and i feel so bad for him um because he's a good driver he does have good car control, but yeah so that <laughs> that brings
1: out the safety not, car yeah not usually not, he has yes he so, usually has he usually so, has all right. good car so, um, so let's fast forward back up to where we were. The safety, the safety car, uh, this instance of the safety car takes this minor advantage that Ferrari have just gained and maximizes the Holy hell out of it. Uh, yeah. Oh, and at the same time does create this awful impediment for Lewis Hamilton, who uh, quite frankly, like he's not really even in the story at the race at this point. No, until I mean, he, he gets to the point where in- he's, in in in
0: way in, in so much s- that he had from the start of the race, he immediately started gaining positions. He immediately he yes. had like a good he start. He crawled
1: his way up from where where did he start? He was at 15th, he had started in in sixteenth sixteenth. Literally, he had 16th fought his place. way up to tenth to tenth at this place. point, which was remarkable. Yep. Um, yep. And I, I guess I mean to be quite honest not remarkable by Hamilton standards. It was to be expected by Hamilton. And no, then
0: y- yes, yes.
1: Um, in, in uh, this, in this scenario of the safety car coming out, he is coming around to get into the pits to take advantage of. So the safety this car is, time to, this is, this is actually the, the,
0: we're, we're I don't want you to are we're, we're combining incidents here because, Oh, that am I, happens. am I mixing up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So it's, that happens, which, that sucks. Lewis actually makes his way up because of that incident. He makes his way up all the way to 7th place uh because he doesn't pit. He and Kevin Magnussen are both on the hard tires still. They're like the only people in the field who had not pitted at that point. And then we get this flurry of retirements. I mean just like Oh yes. one yeah, yeah. after another and it was it was wild because Alonso was like crushing it in that battle with Ocon and then Alonso starts like crawling and like the, the feed cooks up and is like, Oh, wh- what's happening with Fernando. And everyone's like, Oh, Fernando's like in trouble. And they're like, Oh, all right. Well, uh, this may bring out a safety car. Oh, Valtteri's going into the pits. So we'll see what he's doing. Uh, and it's like, Oh wait, what's happening with Ricardo and Ricardo's car <laughs> just loses power. Fernando loses power. And then Val- we see Valtteri getting like wheeled back into the garage yep. too. Um,
1: so yeah what yeah. was what was what, what how, how did like that was it, that was just wild that we had it. And, and it was pure yeah. coincidence all, um, on I, all on the same lap same, all on the same lap all on the same lap, lap including two cars yeah two cars yeah. stuck in the entry to the pit in lane the pit basically. entry
0: basically in the entry of of the pit lane which uh, uh people who are recent fans will not remember uh, a couple of years ago Lewis was heavily penalized for entering the pit lane when the pit lane was closed because there was a car stopped on the pit lane straight. So he sees a car entering the pits and he's like, got this like PTSD of losing grid spots. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh no, I'm not going in there. I'm not, I'm not risking the safety of, 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 of the marshals and the drivers and potential
1: grid places. So he continues around, uh, And 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 at this point, he had actually he had clawed his way all the way up from sixteenth to sixth to sixth. He was right behind George
0: because he had passed right behind George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he ends up. Missing the opportunity, much like uh, a thousand feet before uh, uh, <laughs> before uh, the pit lane, um, when Red Bull was forced to make their decision. Uh, Lewis's uh, decision was interrupted by about a thousand feet, uh, because uh, about a thousand
1: feet before and, he it got was, there. and it was interrupted on the next lap. And um, on the next lap. The and next at lap. that point, he was the only driver that had not changed tires yeah. at this point. Yep. He was a desperate to get in. And not only that, but getting in would have like during a safety car would have really worked in his favor. Yeah. Being stuck, being boxed out of the the pit while the safety car is out was a an, yeah. like an, an it literally extreme detriment been. to his
0: race. If you look at the finish it would have been um it would have been Max finishing, then it would have been Charles, then Carlos, then Sergio, then Russell, then Lewis. Like it would have been sequentially I the most ideal finish Mercedes could have had. And it was just that like luck of the draw it just didn't work out. So they uh so Lewis ended up staying out until lap 40. He couldn't pit until lap 40 and it just completely ruined his race. Uh which is unfortunate But, I mean, that's this is what happens, right? And this is part of the detriment of, like, being a midfield contender, right? Because you're not where you need to be in the position of the race to benefit the most from these incidents. And you are definitely in a position in the race to suffer the most because you've got a whole bunch of other cars right at your heels looking to take advantage of any missteps of not only you, but the cars in front of you. So if you trip up, they're like, great, get out of the way, Junior. And that's where Lewis ended up. He ended up all the way back in 12th, I think, at that point. 12th, yeah, uh, when he re-entered the race. He entered, um, I can't even remember who he came out behind, but he was in 12th place. Went into the pits at 6th, came out at 12th place. That's wild. With less than 10 laps to go in the race, <laughs> which is just like, even Mercedes in on their form, that's a lot to ask. So... <sighs> yeah yeah so
1: at at this point in the race uh the final let's say eight laps starting around lap 42 this is where the seared pork belly surfaces within within the disgusting soup and it turns into Mm -hmm. this delicious (laughs) gourmet five-star ramen which is we have this unbelievable Ongoing battle, yeah. and I stress the word ongoing. This isn't what we're used to in the F one of old, where one car passes the other car and disappears. We see not in the midfield, not in the back of the pack. No. We see for first place, a a cutthroat battle between Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc, and they yeah. are trading first place. Back and forth, lap after lap after lap. I love this formula. I love it so, that this is the second so weekend cool. in a row where we're seeing this exact same thing happen. Yeah. I love it. I want as much of this as we can get. And I really hope that this isn't like a two race fluke, but that this is if, if this is what we're going to see all season long, even being a, you know, a Hamilton fan, I will be more than happy to see. I'm happy to watch these, these two, two trade races back battle and forth. back yeah. and forth. Yeah. And, and they both, they both deserve it. They both are excellent drivers. We've got two amazing teams and it was just incredible to watch these guys go at it. And so these final eight races, eight, eight laps of the race. We have this unbelievably entertaining spectacle and I can't get over it because there's uh, in formula one, we rarely get to see this kind of back and forth action when we do it's, it's a fluke and it's often somewhere in the middle of the pack. It's never at the front of the pack. I mean, I've, I've gone through generations of formula one where the thing that we got the most excited about was how quick the pit stops would happen because that was the best chance that anyone had of changing position and to see this yeah. kind of action this kind of battling on track it is absolutely like, spectacular
0: to see it happen and it and and also to to go back to it wasn't just watching these closing laps right like it was watching uh uh Esteban uh and and Alonso go at it in like the early Parts of, of the race. It was watching uh, Kevin Magnuson and Lewis Hamilton go at it in the middle parts of the race, trading back and forth, lap after lap. We watched like Kevin Magnuson crack open like the trick of this race. And like, if this is another thing that the formula yields, is there are going to be places where it's like, hey, the places you used to pass, you do not want to pass there anymore. Unless you are in a very specific situation and like watching Kevin dupe Lewis into letting him pass on that, like on that straight down to the hairpin and then getting him when he entered the pit straight uh, with with DRS was just like, oh, snap. And Lewis is one of the best, not even I mean, he is the best um at the i mean he's not the world champion but he has the most wins he's got like the most everything he's the most experienced racer on the grid and to watch him get duped just that quick and that easily was so so cool and then also to watch max get duped in the same exact way in the closing stages and then having to watch max Change the way that he races. This is why he's such a phenomenal racing driver. Watching him change his race strategy and the way that he was battling Leclerc in the closing stages of the race, when like Leclerc is clearly dangling this carrot of like, "Hey, dude, you want to pass me right here? Go ahead. Look, it's a free pass. So, like, let you go ahead. Go for it." And like Max being like, "No." I know if I pass him here, he can get me back. He might not, but he can, it'll give him the best chance, right? Like watching that was really, really interesting. Um, And just watching Leclerc is, oh, Charlie is a good racer.
1: So, I thought it was spectacular watching this. And I think the seed was planted earlier with the Ferrari mind games around the pit strategy. Mm -hmm. And even though Max won the race, I can't help but feel that Ferrari is confidently in control, that Charles Leclerc is confidently in control. And we see this sort of intensity and you from from Max and you get that fire that I think we love about Max. I think it's one of the best things about Max is that he brings this passion to the sport. And I think that's where you see him uh, do some incredibly aggressive, very passionate driving, which sometimes can be disastrous. And
0: also, also some very aggressive and passionate whining over the radio.
1: Well, so uh, I, I, you know, uh, listen. I, I think they uh, all you, whine. You can, they all whine. Uh, but like any anyone who is anyone who oh. is absurdly driven and passionate about this stuff. I mean, my, Michael Jordan, you know, will like. He's the dude that, like, to this day is still like Isaiah Thomas is a, bitch. yes, you know, like, yes. like, the, like the guys who some of the guys who are the absolute best at the absolute pinnacle of this stuff. They can't let the small stuff go. They can't be, you know, bigger than it. And they get, they get really, they get really riled up and it's, and it is hilarious. It is awesome. And I loved hearing Max so tense over the radio, so tense and, and getting up. So oh, he was going over the the, also, you know, the pit entry line. He was going to, and, and
0: just to hear, whine, to whine. hear Lombasi come back over the radio and be like, yeah, And and he's, his engineer, his race engineer, come back on the radio and just be like, Max, I need you to let us do our job and you do your job. And it was just like yeah. this, like, beautiful yeah. little, like, stop yelling at me. You need to just race like we see everything that is happening and you complaining about <laughs> something that somebody else is doing is not making you go faster. In fact, it might be distracting you. So just focus up, dude. It was such a wonderful, gentle smack back. uh, Not smack down, smack back, I'd say.
1: Somehow, fortuitously, and and I think as a result of the battle that we saw last week, Mm -hmm. this week, in the days just before this race, there was a video that started making the rounds on social media, which was Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc as incident, very young men as a race incident coming in <laughs> off of the karting track and they battled they had, they had just been through a yeah. race yeah. battling uh and and karting and there's someone there with a with a microphone that's going mm-hmm. up to each of them and max is sort of storming off the track and the microphone goes in front of him and he's talking like a hundred miles prior it's not fair he was pushing me i was pushing him and then they go over like a moment later and charles mm-hmm. leclerc walks up to the microphone looking like timothy chalamet and is just like just so, just calm so chill cool so and chill collective. and he's yeah he's totally relaxed he's just like yeah it was a it was a it was a racing incident yeah pretty <laughs> pretty fun you yes know?
0: and the caption We're all and here. like the captioning has like uh an h uh in like in with incident like much like all the automated captions yes, yeah, have yeah. uh that like it just got captioned uh perfectly um and just his like it's he doesn't even have a furrowed brow he has that like the eyebrow of like a eh, um like what's the big deal um
1: it's amazing to me that you could so see that disposition yeah. in the cars you could see it in the in these engineered pieces of carbon fiber, engine suspension and whatnot. They dive into the corners. And there was this one of these laps during this battle. They dive into the corner completely side by side. And Max is got his wheels completely locked up, yep. smoke pouring off of them and i don't even know how this is possible it looked like the physics were wrong like it looked like it was like a broken video game because they're both decelerating into the corner at the same exact speed side by side and charles is also locked up too well uh that that was the previous lap and this lap charles has it reined in and he's slowing at the same at the same rate of speed. And so he isn't locking it up. There's no smoke coming off his tires. And all of a sudden he just takes off. I mean, he just absolutely disappears. And it was just this incredible, uh, you know, we, we don't, a formula one to me at, at its worst can be visually boring because you don't see the cars working so hard. You don't feel necessarily the expertise or the racecraft in these cars. Um, because like the cars of old or even in, you know, other, uh, sports like, you know, world rally or global rally cross or something where you can see the cars sliding and being pushed to their limits and, and whatnot. It's hard to see that edge. And this was the perfect example of seeing one guy who had gone over the edge and one guy who just knew how to restrain himself just enough to then. Yeah. Charge that up and and use that to his advantage. It was brilliant it was, and w- unbelievable to see on screen and and see as as part of the race. Uh, uh, bravo! I'm I'm I, I I'm excited. I'm loving it. It was great. Uh, yeah, more more of all of this, please. Well,
0: I think um uh, it was uh, uh Oscar Piastri, I think Piastri uh who is like the Alpine reserve driver. Um, he does some commenting every once in a while uh um uh, or commentating rather uh during like tech talk or like the driver interviews or post-session interviews and he was talking with uh rosanna Tennant who's another uh journalist and analyst and he was saying that for formula one like specifically formula one cars you're usually expected to drive the car like just on the razor's edge but for whatever reason, this new formula is more akin to a Formula 2 car, which you have to underdrive Formula 2 cars, which is something that, like, if you watch a Formula 2 race, and I really encourage, if you wa- if you like Formula 1, Formula 2 is really, really cool, too. Um, so check it out. Uh, it's also where, like, all these drivers cut their teeth and, like, get really good at these single-seater cars. Uh, so it, it, he said that you have to, like de- like, literally underdrive those cars. And I think Verstappen's way of driving has always been to overdrive the car to drive and the the design of the Red Bull has always been to be like it it works at its best when it's driven at like one hundred to like one hundred point o two percent uh like it just mm-hmm. needs to be just over the line uh in order to be reined in and work properly and just the design of the Ferrari and the pedigree of Ferrari and the pedigree of Charles Leclerc and his ability to like crush it through, uh, the lower series. Uh, and like Oscar Piastri was just like, yeah, you have to drive these new cars at like 99% versus like right at the limit and over the limit. And I think that Leclerc is a master at that of just like being just up to the limit and knowing to never like, not only step over the limit, but to know that to drive on the limit is to be driving over the limit. And, like, it is
1: demonstrated, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I, by their driving I love style. seeing that. I love seeing the sort of, like, balance of in, incredible skill, being able to be out on the ragged edge and still have this, like, incredible sense of, of chill. Just composure. But the moment the race ended... Yeah. He was congratulating Max over the radio and he sounded like he was just like, that was awesome. I I just came in second place. I could have come in first place. Don't really care because that was thrilling. That was a ton of fun. And I think that's what, you know, that's what pulls all these guys into the sport. This is what takes the guys who retire and then decide to throw away retirement and come back in and play around in the middle or the back of the pack it's because they love this stuff to and to do see this. that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think it's, that's, it also has, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that Ferrari has been out of form for so long in formula one that, and by so long, I just mean the last several years, which for some teams like that's like normal. Um, Some teams like never make it to even like a midfield team. And they're like, well, it was pretty good, but like Ferrari is used to running at the top. So having, A car that runs very well, a team that runs so well together, uh, a a base of operations that is so dialed into whatever they need at the track to having like uh, uh, Matea Bonato, like just this like perfect figurehead who is like he is like he is the duck right like he is the like calm and cool above the surface while like frantically like paddling underneath and like not letting anyone see uh that and like ferrari is just so well equipped to deal with this moment i think that like the regulation change has happened they're returning to form this is where they belong but they're also grateful to be there but they know what this is. So they like are acting as if they've been there already, which I can say as a Mercedes fan, like that's not what it felt like when Mercedes was at the top and it didn't, it didn't feel Mm -hmm. like that when I was watching Vettel uh, at his like reign, And it also didn't really, I wasn't as big of a fan and wasn't watching as consistently when Schumacher was racing for Ferrari, but it like didn't feel like that then either to me. but again, I I, I I can't really speak to that because, you, you know, I wasn't it's, as big of a fan back then. But.
1: L- listen, it's awesome to see. I think it's great to see the Ferrari team coming up. I love seeing that they're coming back into gear and that they seem yeah. to have this tremendous level of confidence, this yeah. cool confidence. Um, and, but not Aaron. And I'm happy... Yeah, no, not not arrogance at all, which is a weird thing to say about Ferrari. But, yeah, it's, uh, I can't believe we're talking about how, like... Yeah, Ferrari's the <laughs> underdog. For, Ferrari is yeah. the Cinderella story of yes. this season, possibly, like, what? which is what? bizarre and makes no oh. sense. But, wow. yeah, it's 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 awesome to see. So, uh, you know, all in all, um, delicious ramen Um had, yes. a, had a good time would, would come back it, to this restaurant yes would, even would, if they would come back to, to this get, restaurant get again soup. i was i was getting close there was a point at which i was about to slip into like mid-sunday afternoon nap mode and i'm very glad that i did not yeah. uh really really awesome stuff um yeah. all right so we are we are two weeks out Mm -hmm. From our next race weekend, we're going back to
0: Australia. We're finally going
1: back to Australia.
0: This is three years since we've been to Australia, which is,
1: I should say, three
0: years since we've raced in Australia. Uh, because we were there two years ago, but it, you know, uh, something happened a couple of years ago. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. Um, But uh, yeah, uh, it prevented us from actually going racing uh, two years ago. So we're back in Melbourne, uh, back at like a new circuit uh, at Melbourne as well. They've made some changes, widened out some of the turns, made some of the passing a little bit more uh, uh, amenable to these cars. I think. So I think that that much like they did here at Jetta, uh, they widened out some of these turns and made it a little bit easier for these cars to actually maneuver. Uh, And with the new formula. It's looking good. Um, plus, it's going to be great to see Danny Ricardo go back to Australia and to like be an Australian in Australia. Uh, I hope that McLaren takes these two weeks <laughs> to really pull it together gets to give her, that boy a proper homecoming.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. do you think there's a chance uh, that we won't see uh, the, the, the Mac packed in the back of the pack? Let's hope packed, that the, pack Mac- in the Mac in the back of the pack. Yeah, let's let I've been let's, I've been I've been spending a lot of time listening to uh Big Punisher's debut album Capital Punishment this is 1997, 1998 is, uh an yeah. album in which he yeah. uh you know dives deep into the pack in the back of the back of the act in the back and of the act, uh yeah. Uh, yeah, uh so. I
0: I think I think McLaren will get get it together uh, much like the rest of the Mercedes uh, uh, engines. um, I don't think that Mercedes engines are at that much of a deficit. I think they're just not as good as the Ferrari engines. Uh, I think that once they dial in uh, what they're, what they're struggling with, with this porpoising issue, uh, once they, once they dial that in and they can run these cars at the, at the rake that they want at the low level that they want, they will be fine and mclaren is Mm -hmm. this one team that's like yeah our downforce is working but we it's chaos it's total chaos we don't know why it's working great in some situations but not in others if you look at the onboards of mclaren oh baby they're like scraping the deck um but also not porpoising but also not Mm. getting high speed like they can't figure out what's going on. Um, and then when they try and fix one thing, their brakes overheated. And they're like, What? How why do why do why does the ride height affect the brakes? Like they just don't know what's going on. So uh there's a great clip of Lando and his post uh race presser um just fully being like, Yeah, it's not looking good. Um, which is very funny. It's it's funny, but you know, uh it's also kind of sad because Lando's being very <laughs> pragmatic when he should be more optimistic than pragmatic um mm. i think they'll do okay though i think maybe not in australia but i think another couple races will be okay with the mercedes engines uh, i say we as it's i um, part of it i'm not um i think that the mercedes <laughs> what, engines will be okay yeah
1: all right i think uh i think in australia uh I'm optimistic that we'll see some more duking it out between yeah. Max and Charles. I do want to see uh, <sighs> your your boy Carlos Sainz he was so get into close. the scrap. Folks, he was so close. He there was like
0: we didn't talk about the the pre uh race retirements um even. I mean we had Mick Schumacher who didn't yeah. make you know, make it back in there. Uh, yeah, we had of, you had Yuki and then Yuki poor, poor Yuki. Uh his transmission ate it on the way to the grid uh uh on the formation lap like and he had cooling issues earlier in the weekend. He was just he had a tough weekend. I'm,
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say in Australia we're gonna see a few other cars that we haven't seen reliability issues from get get slapped with the I think reliability so too. stick and yeah. uh and and have some dnfs as yeah. everybody's still continuing to adapt to the new formula but i'm optimistic that the formula will also provide some awesome go-kart racing yes. ideally at the front at the front of the pack
0: i'm gonna say uh i see if reliability is not an issue for him I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Alonso is going to be fighting for a podium next weekend or not next weekend in two weeks uh, that Alonzo will at, at a He may not be fighting for it at the end of the race, but at a certain point in time, he'll be top five in that race. And we'll see him honestly, potentially uh, getting another podium because um, he has one right now or two. Does he have two? since he's returned um i think we we'll, we may see
1: alonzo on the podium again or fighting i I, w- I would love to see it i think we're gonna see uh k mag getting into the mix as well i think we're gonna yeah. see some gnarly k mag action um and i think i think we're gonna see once again i think we're gonna see george russell outclassing hamilton
0: I think so. And and I think yeah. there's a
1: certain point at which I'm going to start wondering if it's Hamilton agreeing with the car or if it's Hamilton agreeing with the 2021 season and if he's yeah been, you know, got some got some other serious <sighs> some engineering other to... issues inside of yeah. himself to to yeah. sort out. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 I've been avoiding even considering that, but it's like, mm, damn, I think I'm um, I am genuinely concerned. Just with like the hard luck issues. You know, like he's been he's had a very good run of luck in addition to great performance and a great team and great training and consistency. He's had a really good string of luck and having a bad string of luck after getting a bad break like that and watching Literally just being like, I'm not even at the point of where I'm fighting for the championship anymore. That's got to be, it's, that's got to be a lot. Uh, He's a strong person, but that's, that's a lot to deal with. So uh, I think we may see George outclass him again at the next race weekend. I do think that we will see Carlos win a race. I think in the next two races, I think we're going to see signs win a race. I think it was just a timing issue this past week that he didn't get pole. Perez had an amazing laugh well, after,
1: after Melbourne, Corey is Imola.
0: Yeah. I would love to see I would love to see Carlito win a race. Oh my god. I love I, the I love that I've already it.
1: got the movie poster in my mind. <laughs> I will yeah, it's lose beautiful. It if the Tifosi yeah, and also
0: the Spanish Tifosi are able to like watch him win in Imola it would be oh ferrari on form in italy too is just gonna be a, a feat all by itself i can't wait to see those races um
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean my god uh right we're going back to Monza again this year too right uh it's imola yeah and Monza. we'll
1: be in Monza in september um yeah. but we go we go to uh we go to melbourne next then yep. imola yeah and then after that we're going. We're going to Miami. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we're coming back to coming, America. Um, coming back to the U.S. And it's it's a weird scheduling too because it's where we go Imola, Miami, and yeah. then to Barcelona. Uh, so it's like we're flying flying out this way for almost no reason whatsoever. Well, but, uh, I can. But we've got cushion say... on either side of it. We got we got two weeks of of travel time on on either yeah. side of Miami.
0: I can say that I almost guarantee that they are taking into consideration they want to try to race in Miami outside of hurricane season, if oh, at God, all yeah. possible. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're going to uh, try to avoid that because Miami is already like all, almost underwater.
1: Uh, yeah, also, we did Just have to- that announcement like yeah uh, not, yeah so i was, was, was going to say sp- speaking of speaking of and let's let's hold off on this cuz we're going to have a we're going to have a down week next yeah, so weekend and i think there's gonna... a lot of other news and a lot of other I'm developments sure of to to catch up on but hell yeah it's happening 2023 we it's are happening. Racing in Las Vegas. Yep. Thanksgiving weekend. That's a little weird, but sure, whatever. I'll take I'm it. There. I and
0: am 100% uh one hundred percent there. I will be eating a giant deep fried turkey leg uh in a casino parking lot watching Formula One. I,
1: I can I cannot wait to hear <laughs> the endless range of like, you know, gambling metaphors. Uh <sighs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, always, always yeah. bet on red. That's yeah it. exactly
0: yeah uh and then they're gonna be like always been on black Ooh, mercedes changed their livery um yeah all right well uh what a terrible terrible <laughs> joke to 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 end that segment on so uh so what what's 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 that question um that that you love to ask at the end of uh every episode john yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so i i always want to know did uh did did formula one stock Go up in the United States this week.
0: I think it absolutely went up in the United States this week. Um, I think uh, they it was they had like a record number of people watching F one on ESPN, uh, like the most people to ever it watch was a the, race
1: it was the highest rating since the races have been broadcast on espn which is i think two years now but i, yeah. I think that's also they're only comparing it to espn's numbers i'm sh- i would like to think that that surpasses the like much weaker broadcast of NBC sports and back and when they whatnot. yeah
0: yeah um, um and fox it was they were doing it it on was fox, fox sports aka
1: speed slash speed vision yep. all that all that um, shenanigans. But yeah, but yeah uh, that that's huge. Uh, but I think more than anything, I think the most important factor in raising Formula One stock this week was that we had a super dramatic and exciting end to a race with a battle for first place that was yeah. totally thrilling with two top tier competitors. I think it's, uh, there's, I, I think that's huge for the sport. And I'm, you know, I expect it to be encroaching more and more on everybody's sort of like sports center viewing as uh i i do I'm, i'm very confident that this space this sport is going to continue to take bites out of the american uh audience and and start getting more and more folks for sure interested and involved in this this bizarre little niche world that that some of us have been so obsessed with for so long
0: (laughs) well and they're also doing that like great work of uh of dialing up the drama um it's this is uh, a season this year much more so than last year uh, because the history of Max and Charles as like carding rivals and having like raced against each other and come up together, that is I think drama that is we just love we absolutely love uh as like uh sports fans here in the u s so the the more they play that up, which they are doing in me it's already happening it's literally the second race in and every commentator is like well these gentlemen they've been racing since they were <laughs>
1: and it's like okay let's it's <laughs> well i also like seeing even like down. that that's like a very old school angle for creating drama but i even like some of the new school stuff there was a good portion of the battle between them where the race director was trying to keep the feed focused on uh leclerc's in helmet through the visor camera to oh. try and see if we could actually witness the pass live in real time from his exact vantage point, which yeah. I thought was a, a really bold move, but a really exciting and exhilarating move. I, I love that view. I think that camera view is amazing. I have and I don't care how like jittery or blurry or
0: one critique, one critique to this camera angle. One critique. I would like to humbly request. That they move this camera. Yeah, to the the
1: nose. Oh, no, 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 John.
0: Oh, no, John. I want this camera moved out about a quarter of an inch. And I want a 270 degree lens on this thing. So we can Mm -hmm. see the driver's eyes, the actual, like, inputs of their eyes as they're frantically scanning the track and looking in their mirrors and also the track in front of them and their hand inputs that's what i want i and i think that that is possible i think it's more possible than a, moving the camera over so just yeah i, I have
1: I, I, a i i have a oh. i have a pitch i have a pitch for that that is um uh it's not quite what you just described but it's very similar it has the same goal or intent i'll I'll, I'll crack into it at, at a at a future point in time but yeah. it's it's to me it's at the end of the day it's all about like can we see these guys pupils can we see these guys eyes uh there was there was a clip that was released after the bahrain grand prix Mm -hmm. of the through the visor helmet uh and i believe it was charles leclerc again of watching max storm and it was watching him and and it was seeing the head twitch to look through his different mirrors yeah, and it's the cl- and it's it's a clear reminder that like there is no other human on Earth whose eyes are doing as much work in that moment to now. you know no. enhance these these guys' performance as these drivers and the way their eyes and their attention and their cognitive ability to just capture everything that's going around have this incredible sense of yeah. situational awareness. They're like uh, fighter it's, pilots. It's, I mean, they're like fighter pilots in a dogfight. I know absolutely. it's like yeah. maybe a, a, a
0: dramatic comparison because they're not at war with each other, but their lives literally are at risk, and they are taking the lives. No, of other these people. these
1: th- this is it's, this is what we're watching. These are these are you know multi million dollar fighter jets that are an inch yeah. off the ground duking yeah. it out, and uh, with I pilots will. and teams of engineers
0: like guiding them to victory, or like dramatic defeats
1: um i mean I, can you just say that uh, to so anyone that you know that doesn't watch this that doesn't follow this sport like come on people this yeah. is this is amazing stuff i hope i hope it continues on the trajectory that it that it's Me on too. right now because it'll it'll make it'll make my job a lot easier as i'm trying to rope others into uh yeah. into the sport so oh yeah the sorry, more I'll, I'll, uh,
0: I'll, I, I lo- honestly, it's, it's happening. It's, it's already happening within my group of like comedian friends. There are people who are like, Hey, so like, what's up with this? And it's like, great. If my like aggressively nerdy, uh, liberal, like, um, uh, electric car driving, uh, 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 uh coastal elite comedian friends are like, Hey, what's up with this? <laughs> like, uh, uh What's up with this gas guzzling engineering sport? Um, if they're like coming to me and asking about it because they know I'm a fan, uh, that feels pretty good. Um, and it feels as though that uh, the stock is naturally just rising. Uh, that if like uh, there's general interest in fandom as sports fans here in the US and we've got niche people who usually aren't engaged with sports, I could tell you uh, none of my, I mean, sports ball is like an uh, is like a thing that comedians say to each other because they like make fun of like the super bowl um it's like hey it's the super bowl you're again you're trying to like be in commercials that are on it don't make fun of it uh like c- come on um uh uh so like for them to be like wow what's this like car sport uh and like are they expressing genuine interest in it um it feels feels like people are into it um yeah all right, Johnny, let's get out of here. This is a long one. It was a great race though. A lot to talk great, about. Great great
1: race. Fun, yeah. uh fun even just riffing on it, uh with you. Uh excited yeah. for, for the next one and looking forward to uh sometime this this season when we can sit on the same couch and uh watch one of these and flip the f out together.
0: Yeah. At the same time, uh, or at different times. Um,
1: uh, all right. Uh, depending, uh, depending on your taste. In yeah, exactly. Soup. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, Johnny, where can the folks find you, uh, online? Where would, where would you like to be found?
1: Uh, you can, you can track me down on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Johnny motion. Um, just to throw a plug out there, uh, before our next podcast is released, there will be new episodes or the first new episode of Moon Knight uh, running the Hello. new Marvel Studios series on Disney+. Plus. Um, my, uh, my, Myself and my wonderful team at uh, Perception designed the title sequence for that show. Uh, it's an amazing series uh, if you're into any of the MCU stuff. Or even if you're not, this is one piece of the MCU that is like, uh, it's not something where you have to have watched the 75 other (laughs) movies um to to keep up with it's something that you can go in stone cold and oscar isaac kills it and it's a really interesting fun series but if you if you happen to check it out uh take take a look at the 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 animated title sequence that plays at the end of the episodes my team worked very very hard on on putting that together
0: that's outstanding. Well, uh, congratulations on that. And we will, uh, we'll keep an eye out for it. Um, Corey,
1: where can, uh, where can the folks find you out there in the world? Uh, you can
0: track me down on, uh, Twitter and Instagram at burn, burn. Uh, we also have a Twitter handle, uh, the F one files. Um, we're also on Reddit as the F one files too. If you'd like to reach out and engage in that way. um, but yeah, uh this has been so much fun and uh I know we've got a little bit of downtime coming up, but uh we've definitely got another episode coming up for you next week folks of the F1 file. <laughs>